You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 20. Okay, so in today's episode, I'm honestly really nervous to talk to you about what I am going to share today. Um, I don't know if embarrassed is the right word or uncomfortable or ashamed. I'm just going to say D all of the above. But the truth is, um, I'm the type of person that when I meet people and network, like I really vibe really quickly. And so it's not uncommon for me to get offered jobs all the time. I also do really well in interviews and multiple occasions I've been offered a job on the spot, which is really rewarding and super, super um, good for the type of personality if you're a people pleaser like me. So in the past, like when I had only worked for other people, I was a rock star employee. Like I would do everything that they said. I would go above and beyond. I was the first one there, the last one to leave. Like I definitely know how to be a good employee. For the first time ever, I was fired from not only one job, but two jobs in My entire life, I've never, ever been fired from a job. And even saying this here in this public forum is terrifying. So let me set this up a little bit to kind of give you the backstory. So I've always done, you know, really good in jobs and have loved it, like I mentioned before. But when when I started building my e-course, I was nervous. I was nervous because... I knew my daughter was in school full time. And so I wanted to commit to building this course. It was before I found out I was pregnant, as a matter of fact. And I decided to take on a job so I could just kind of pay the bills and have reoccurring income coming in. And I got hired at two different med spas at the same time to run their social media accounts. Now, one was actually a med spa that I kind of helped them set it up the year before. So we went through this handbook and we worked through different procedures and policies, which are very important, especially in a med spa setting. And the other one was, um, just to come in and do social media. And it was kind of at a funny time in the company. And like I said, I didn't, I didn't know I was pregnant at this time. So, um, I started working for both of these companies in like February ish. And this would have been in May or June that they both let me go within a week of each other. And I've honestly felt really ashamed and embarrassed. Like I've never, ever been fired from a job. And literally (laughs) this weekend, I was listening to another podcast and the person who they were interviewing, she said that she knew she was meant to be an entrepreneur when she got fired from her fifth job. And I like, I don't know why, but that just all of a sudden gave me the courage to say, you know what, like this thing that happened to me, like that's exactly what happened to me. Like I I recognized all of a sudden that in that moment, like me getting fired was the universe manifesting that I had passed the time in my life where I was supposed to be a star employee for somebody else. And I was actually supposed to be an entrepreneur. And this is like the destiny that I've been trying to do and the path that I've been going on, which is crazy because I don't know, I've just felt so much shame around it. And so if you've ever been fired from a job or told that you need to conform and do things differently, maybe this is a wake up call for you that you have a different path as well. And like keeping your head down and being a grunt worker, you're made for more than that, perhaps. 
So the circumstances for each of these locations was kind of interesting and unique. So the first one, I helped them come up with their manual and kind of get them into a process system and, you know, organize the paperwork. And I was there to help sell services. So I, I'm a master esthetician, I'm licensed. And so what I can do within my license is body treatments and chemical peels and microdermabrasion and laser hair removal. And so I was selling a really expensive body treatment. And as I was going through, the owner of the spa was not adhering to the things that we had put in the workbook. And not only was it a huge, huge, huge liability for the business, but it was making it really hard to do what they wanted me to do because I was competing with somebody who could change the rules at any time. So, you know, we want you to sell this treatment, Chelsea, at $700 per treatment, but the owner could go back in and sell it for $500 a treatment or $550 or $375, just depending on what she wanted to do. And so, you know, trying to streamline a company and make it not fair, fair isn't the right word, but just make it so that everybody has the same opportunity to win was really difficult in that setting. And so there were just things that were really inconsistent that I would bring up to the attention of the owners and the managers. And they did not like that. They did not like me saying, you know, this needs to be systematic. This needs to be a, anyone could come in here and have the same experience. And whether they met with me or with this person or with that person, that they would have the same experience. They would fill out the same forms. They would be quoted the same price. And it just ruffled so many feathers that they actually just told me not to come back, which was crazy. And, um, I remember just feeling like, this is insane. Like, why wouldn't you want to streamline your processes? Like, why would you want to offer an inconsistent business experience to your guests? Because that's the one who, like I said, you shouldn't have your guests coming in, pitting the employees against one another and saying, oh, I don't want to see this person because the owner is going to give me a better price. That's a terrible way to run a business. And so they let me go. And I really, really struggled with that just because I kind of helped them from the beginning get things set up and they seemed so bought into it. And I think with med spas, it's easy to get desperate. It's easy to, you know, look at situations of like a person coming in looking for a treatment and saying, I only have this much money. And instead of saying, you know what, this is the value that we offer. This is why our prices are the way they are. This is what's included. This is what makes us different to bend and mold to your customers and to say, okay, I'm going to lower the price for you huge, huge life lesson for me there. Um, not in the moment, but looking back, such a huge life lesson. The second circumstance was I was hired to just do social media three days a week. And, um, I came into a very toxic office, which I've been working. I had worked for a lot of med spas over the past 15 years that I've been licensed. And, um, this one was probably one of the most toxic. It was so interesting because they had such a poor retention of employees that the ones who had stayed were actually very, very, very toxic with one another. And they just had this attitude of, if you can't follow the chain of authority, we don't want any new ideas. We don't want any innovations. We aren't interested in improving anything unless it goes through these channels of people who have been here the longest to approve it. Now, keep in mind, like, I've created and run a whole business on social media and 
I understand how social media works in a way to benefit business. And that's why they hired me. So me coming in as the social media expert, you know, I wanted to make sure that these other employees understood that there are definitely ways that you can leverage social media to get new clients, to get notoriety, to bring in people to talk about the business. And I thought that, you know, that was my job. And so the owners had hired me. It was a good experience. Can you hear my sweet baby in the back? We're just here at school pickup. Um, so we, it was a good experience and they actually left to go out of the country for a family trip for two weeks. So I was there with this new manager who, um, that was even kind of a funny situation where they had fired her before and now she was back because the office was falling apart. So they rehired somebody that they had just fired. And honestly, like I should have seen the writing on the wall when the first day of work, they deleted an email from G Suite and literally spent the first day, my first day, eight hours trying to recover it. Like such an idiot mistake. Like let's just delete this email address and then we have to spend eight hours recovering it. And then how they tried to like, you know, cover it up from the owners and make sure that they couldn't tell that they were trying to get master passwords so that they could call G Suite to recover this. Oh my gosh, it was such a disaster. So, you know, I'm thinking, okay, maybe it's not that bad. And as we start going, we're creating content for their social media, their Instagram stories. And one of the estheticians that had been there for a long time did not like the way that I had filmed her and didn't want her face in any of the videos. And I was explaining to her, like, it's okay to show who you are. Oh, buddy. <laughs> He's super chatty. He's going to be on the podcast with me today. So this esthetician did not like how I had recorded her face. Um, and so I tried to honor her wishes, but at the same time, like nobody's going to connect with a faceless individual and random voice coming from hands. And so I just explained to her, let me put this together and I'll show you what it is. And then we can see what you think. So I recorded it and then I showed her little bits and she said, oh yeah, 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 that's fine. That's fine. So then I sliced it up and put it together. Um, you know, the whole facial or whatever treatment that we recorded took like 35 minutes, which nobody wants to watch a 35 minute Facebook live. So I chopped it up into little bite-sized pieces and had like, here's the cleanser, here's the toner, you know, here's the treatment, here's the final result. And she was so irate that I had skipped 90% of the facial and only posted the highlights. She said it was all out of context, that it showed way too much of her face, that it was confusing. And I was like, I, I didn't mean to like make you upset. I'm so sorry. I'm just trying to create curiosity. I'm trying to show people what you do behind the scenes. And like, it blew my mind that she was so mad. She called the manager, the manager called me and kind of like apologized and made it a thing. And I, you know, like it was almost like, you know, one strike against me. Okay, fine. And I just, I, <laughs> I was a little flabbergasted, like, okay, I'm, I'm you know, I apologize. This is why I did this. This is why I, I toned it from 35 minutes into, you know, seven minutes. And it just was this, you know, this whole thing. Well, the next thing that came up was there was a letter that they wanted sent out to all of these physicians to kind of like welcome them to the area. One of these like networking tactics and an email. There were two emails that were sent to me that were supposed to be forwarded to um, the, the, the social media 
from the social media team, me, to the email correspondence guy. And so she sent me two emails and then she said, can you please forward these on? One is for the doctors and one is for new patients. And I said, sure. So I sent the emails that she forwarded to the email guy. Again, here I am my second week of work. And I guess the ones that I sent him were not labeled correctly. And so he mass sent out the one that was supposed to go to doctors. You know, dear physicians, we're welcoming this new doctor, blah, blah, blah. And the one that was supposed to go to patients, dear patients, we're welcoming this new doctor. There were similar emails just attached differently. He had sent the, the doctor email to the email list of their 40,000 people and they were just completely irate and the doctor came back from his vacation and that had happened and he was very upset and I mean I understand being upset about that but at the same time like if I was a patient that opened an email that said dear doctors we're excited to announce a new physician you know I guess it like to me it (laughs) It was one of those things that would be like an easy fix. Like, oh, we apologize. The last email was actually a misprint. It was for this person. Anyway, I felt like I was kind of caught in the middle of something because, um, like I said, I was asked to forward the emails on. I wasn't the person who hit send on the emails. And so I can understand that if I labeled them incorrectly or if I made that unclear, um, you know, I can take responsibility for that. But at the end of the day, the person who sent out the emails, like who pushed send on the emails had zero responsibility and could point the finger back at me, the new girl. They, the office manager called me up and just said, don't come back in. Like you've already had two strikes against you. And I remember feeling like so relieved because it was such a toxic environment. You know what I mean? The, the first, the first place, um, the people were all really nice. It was just a disorganized, messy environment. That's very hard to work in. And I could see the writing on the wall that, you know, staying there was just going to be really, really tough. But this one, like it kind of just came out of the blue and I felt like I was fighting an uphill battle the entire time. And so when she called me and said, just don't come back in, um, I was relieved but as soon as, and I was totally calm, like, this is great. Like I'm, I'm actually relieved. But as soon as she hung up the phone, I just lost it. And I felt so worthless and so horrible. Like you don't know anything. Like you're a terrible employee. Like you got fired from two jobs within four weeks of each other. Like you are, you know, incompetent and like you can't do anything right. And all of these horrible, horrible thoughts came through my mind. And I honestly like have been so ashamed. And then hearing this other lady talk about how getting fired was her wake up call to realizing that she was supposed to be an entrepreneur. It like clicked to me and it was suddenly this gift of like, you know what? Like I, I guess if I had to be fired from a place and and have my self worth be based on that experience, I can recognize that at least those places were two of the most toxic environments I've ever worked in and for different reasons. Um, versus other experiences where I've worked, I've had very good experiences and been lovingly coached. Like when I managed the Aveda salon that I worked at for five years almost, um, I remember having experiences where because you're the manager, you're in, in charge, you're responsible for what happens. And one of the things that had happened was it was a holiday weekend and they sent the paychecks early and somebody had opened the drawer. I wasn't even working that day and taken the paychecks and passed them out. Well, I didn't know that we weren't supposed to pass them out till after the holiday and that's why they had come early 
And I actually got written up and I remember feeling the same shame and embarrassment and like, wait, that's not fair. Like I wasn't even there. Why did I get written up? I had no idea. And they simply said, you know, because you are the one in charge, you are the one that's going to take the hit for this. And it's just to document that, you know, this happened on your watch, even though you weren't there, you're the manager, you're responsible. So I'm not, I'm not, um, a, a stranger to being corrected and being open to correction, but it's one of those things. Like I love when things are fair. I love when things are honest and when everybody has the same opportunity. That's just one of the things about me that is kind of, maybe it's like a, a character flaw at the end, but I like environments where everyone can win. It's like if you go to win, run a race, have you ever done a Ragnar or a marathon, a half marathon? I haven't, I haven't done anything like that, but I did a Ragnar one time. And the thing I loved about it was it was very, very hard for me. And I definitely didn't place anywhere that was, you know, noteworthy or special. But everyone who ran the race and finished the race got a medal. Not everyone who participated, everyone who finished. And I just really loved that experience. Like, you know what? So many things in life are like that, where we're not talking about showing up and getting a trophy because you just participated. We're talking about anyone who finishes the race. If you start here and end here, you get this medal. That's kind of the environment that I really resonate with and like. And so having these two work experiences, you know, where there was a lot of blame, there was a lot of unfair advantage created, like there was a lot of pitting against each other. Is that somewhere where I'd want to work anyway? No. (laughs) Would you want to work somewhere like that? Probably not. You know, how many of you are working somewhere like that now and are stuck there because you just are going to keep your head down instead of be a mover and a shaker and demand more? And honestly, the thing I think about is that's, that's all I was saying is you guys, we can do better than this. Like we can offer more than this. We can give a better experience than this. And the second I thought back to that and recognized like that is me being an entrepreneur through and through saying we can do better. Like me wanting to take ownership of this business. There is a short film. I don't remember where it's from. I saw it on YouTube, but it was this big giant and he's, you know, sees this boulder rolling down the hill toward this little city and he runs in front of the city to stop this boulder and in so doing his shoulder knocks one of the tips off of like a a building like spire and because he's holding this boulder and he stopped it just in the nick time he destroyed a little bit of the building and and it really ruffled the villagers in that building and they start attacking him and throwing darts and arrows and things in the back of his head and then he just looks at the boulder and then steps aside and lets it completely crush the building flat like the whole village is crushed have you seen that video I'm gonna have to find it and link it down below but that's kind of how I felt is I care so much and I I want to serve so deeply on a level that is not just going to be good for one person this one time maybe but offer a consistent experience always. That's one of the things I loved about Aveda is they taught how to create systems so that you can keep customers forever. And it's actually not that hard. All you have to do is offer a consistent experience every single time. So I guess for some of you, that is very hard because if you can't offer that consistently, they probably won't come back and that's probably too much work. But 
going back to the employee who is damaging a little tiny thing to, you know, really prevent this boulder coming. That was such a good analogy for me to realize that all I was trying to do was stop potential bigger problems than, you know, ruffle feathers and try to break things and destroy things that they had. I was, I was looking at it from a different way. And in the end, it didn't work out and I can accept that and I've moved on and I recognize that if I wouldn't have been fired from those two jobs, I would not be in the position where I am today to be able to help people with their dreams. I would be working building someone else's dream. And so for that, I am super grateful and I just want to leave you with the last minute note that if there's something that you've been working on and you can't see the end in sight or If you feel like it's not a good fit and you're pushing to make things better and nobody else sees it or gets it, that's okay. That's okay. And maybe it's time for you to build your own thing. And maybe it's time for you to build a community of people that can appreciate and love and accept what you do have to give. And I just wanted to leave you with that little note and let you know that you have got this, that you are capable of things greater than yourself And I'll catch you in the next episode.